0: All right, welcome to the first um, Flying Cow Inc. podcast interview, and uh, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Patrick Getz, and I do the public relations in Flying Cow Inc. as well. Now I'm the host of the FCI podcast, and just going to let you know why we want to do the podcast. It's Just kind of let you know what's going on. If you, don't really, uh, you know, if you've been following us on Twitter or Facebook. You kind of know that, you know, we've been working really hard the last couple months. So, also, coming soon, we have our teaser trailer of our first game, which is really exciting for us. And today, I have Paul, who is in charge of the entire FCI program. So, Paul, how's it going? That's going good, Pat. How are you? That's going pretty good. Um, so, who are you? What are you doing? Why, why did you start FCI? Okay, so uh, I guess not necessarily in
1: order, but uh, so my name is Paul Benoit, and I'm a student first year in computer science with a specialization in game development and a minor in business entrepreneurship. Um, we're doing flying cowing because ever since um, I was really young and Chris too, we've mm-hmm. always wanted to make games, right? And that, and I guess back back in public school, we were we thought, oh, you know, one day we'd like to make games and all this. And at that point, it was just you know talk and, and, and dreams, but. You know, I guess now we're here, here we are, and, and Andrew never really went away. That's right. Um, so Flying Cat is is a way for me and Chris to, I guess, express creatively our need to make games. Um, and everyone else who's on board, I suppose they want to express that too. I mean, yeah. people are here for different reasons, but I mean, fundamentally, I think it comes down to,
0: like, a desire to create. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, everyone's pretty involved in the game right now. I mean, even me, who's only on, like, Twitter and Facebook, I'm really excited to see, like, the whole development of, like, what fci is turning into and how the first game's really coming along and yeah, i that's know it's pretty cool and it's a lot of experience like i mean we're all gaining experience by doing what we're doing on the that's project
1: cool. um and another really cool thing well you and chris especially noticed this but like following the development like when we got here it was me and chris and then soon after uh patrick and Devin. um and since then since september we've uh gained we're up to 14 team members if you include our music department you can call it that well at this point. well <laughs> they'll, they'll be there eventually they'll be there eventually <laughs> yeah we'll see and everyone's really busy with exams so we're still waiting on that but otherwise
0: well i think as soon as the exams are over we can really like, buckle down even more than we did before yeah like we've come a long way and, and we still have a long way to go but i feel like you know it's, it's all going to come together but in time
1: yeah All well, it, it better right
0: yeah. <laughs> um, that's right there's,
1: there's no way it's not going to come together. like kyle said it's not a matter of if it's going to get done it's when right
0: yeah that's true that's true
1: so but provided everything goes on schedule we should be ready to go yeah the teaser trailer by the end of the month and then by the actual game should be set for release on xbox live indie as well as steam in june i believe it was.
0: that's that's cool that's awesome okay. and uh, how did you and chris really get started like like you said that you did this back in like grade seven or grade eight like that's when you had the idea but like how did how did you guys like stay inspired throughout the whole thing it's like man we're actually going to create a game company and now now you're you know creating your actual game rather than it just being like one of those dreams like yeah we should do this and no no i'm not doing anything with it
1: um well i mean first off it was i guess it was the only way the world really made sense to me and chris back then I mean, we played a lot of games, and I enjoyed, you know, writing and drawing and things like that. So we kind of went from there, and we thought, one day we're going to make games. So we basically we did a lot of the design stuff, and we talked about, you know, how, how games we would make one day would be. Um, and then as we got into high school, and I got into programming, so did Chris, it got a lot more serious. Um, we got into the more practical nitty-gritty. I mean, by grade 12, we'd already planned out most of what's happened so far. The last couple months, we're like, we're get to university. Find some artists, find some other programmers, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a few more designers that are going to work on these projects. Actually, I've got um, a list of 14 projects that I had ready to go when we got here. Uh, awesome. And I was like, rated them in order of difficulty and, and
0: ChronoShift was probably the easiest one. ChronoShift, yeah. So you want to you give us a little bit of detail about ChronoShift? Is that, what's yeah, okay. what's it kind of about? So it's a puzzle platformer
1: um, with an emphasis on time travel and, and, and puzzles involving time travel. So... The way the character works is the character is able to shift um, back and forth between like the, the present well, the present in the game um, and a specific point in history um, for example the Industrial Revolution London and then modern day um, quote unquote London right okay. so to complete puzzles by avoiding obstacles in one timeline by shifting back in time um, and just jumping back and forth mm-hmm. um, And a lot of the puzzles are involving things like oh, to avoid uh, a door here, shift back in time, go through, shift back. Because you stay in the same, you know, position yeah. each time, just temporal location changes. That's so that's cool. really cool. And, I don't know, we have, like, a retro feel almost going for it, but more of a retro meets modern. Um, cool. The music is 8-bit, and the gameplay is reminiscent of, like, the old school uh, sort of 8-bit uh, platformers like that. But uh, in the same sense, we've got a more realistic physics system that Kyle wrote. He actually put in a whole physics engine, um, C sharp and um and like the art is not 8-bit it's it's more like an updated uh, cartoony sort of feel right, but the yeah. flavor of the characters are all still very like they're reminiscent of like Mega Man or Mario or someone like that
0: that's cool and you're saying you have uh after Chrono Shift you already have like a couple game ideas like <laughs> plotting up in your head right now yeah. I've got the design
1: documentation um, at least like the pre-production done for a few more I just need to find a programmer who's um, fluent with Java because um, our next project that I'd like to work on is a phone one
0: Right.
1: Um, whereas at the same time we've got a few little other minor projects like we're considering Flash and things like that right so
0: yeah.
1: I mean really we're looking for to branch out to as many different things as possible because you know now's the time to experiment and explore what we want to do without having that financial burden of having to meet Publishers' deadlines and things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's great. And uh, just to kind of finish it up. Just, uh, what about the uh, the team that you're working with right now? Like, how's like the art department and the programmers and um, how, how's that all like?
1: Just um, the official statement or my pro? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so so the, design, the design department's three uh, three people. It's it's me and uh, Nate and Alex, right? Right. And there's some talented guys. I mean, uh, I know Alex, he does, uh, you know, c- campaign editing and never winter nights and stuff like that for fun. And Nate, uh, mods Skyrim and, and does things like that. So they, they know what they're doing when it comes to designing levels. Right. Right. Um, so they're a real big help. Then, um, and for the tech department, we've got Chris. I mean, Chris built our web- website, just flat out HTML, like no oh, template, right. nothing. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. And he's also set up a server for us. And I mean, like, Remember when the server went down for a week and I tried to fix it and yeah. I ended up turning it into a huge mess and then Chris had to come to my house <laughs> and actually repair it. And he repaired it in like eight minutes and he's like, I can't believe I woke up before 4 PM for this. <laughs> so so right. the rest of the people, like Kyle, he's, uh, wow. Like he's really impressive. His ability to program is like, it's really awesome. Like he put together a level editor for me and the boys in like a night. Right, and that's really cool and it's um, one where you can play test right in the level editor too like you save uh-huh. it and then you load up the main game and you can try it right out from there and oh, it saves okay. them all specific uh, file extension alright that's cool yeah. uh, then the art department we've got I believe five artists at this point we've got Shaker and uh, he's our lead he yeah. has a lot of knowledge in this In this, like he's uh, when I talk to him about design fundamentals and things like that he knows exactly what I'm talking about and he says yeah. this is the art that will accomplish that right. uh, our other artists they're all very talented I mean just like look around like here at university we've got basically every possible talent we could ever need right and every possible aspirations and these people i mean this game is helping them reach their goals too Mm -hmm. and i feel like that their work reflects that and the 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 quality of their work reflects it's like they want to put their best foot forward we all want to put our best foot forward and that's really it's really cool um and finally we've got our administration and business department. We've got Devin, is a genius when it comes to contracts and things along those lines and business basic business practice. Uh, remember his first draft of contracts? The no, ones where I never, he I never actually got all his, uh oh, his in the non-disclosure, they included things like, you know, can't disclose company policies and uh, and work methods and things like that. But there's a, there's a caveat that said they couldn't work for a competitive company for 25 years.
0: Oh. And
1: we're like, whoa,
0: what did he do? And
1: he's like, what? I thought it would be a
0: good idea. So, you
1: know, I'll watch out for that once in a while. But, yeah, he's, he's really good. Yeah. And then you so that's, obviously.
0: That's why, that's why you got to read those contracts before you sign them.
1: Yes. Yeah. Which I'm. I'm. I'm very careful about that.
0: Actually, <laughs> yeah, Devin's sneaky. I yeah, know Devin.
1: <laughs> um, so then you actually as well. I mean, none of these people would even know we exist if it wasn't for you. So you're already proving you're in gold. And I mean, <laughs> considering where you where you want to end up, right, with um, with band promotion and management.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, it's it's, it's a goal, right? And uh, I feel like I'm just gaining a lot of experience here. So thank you, Paul, for letting me uh, be part of it. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet, eh? Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah. All right. Well, I think I think that's a pretty good first uh, first podcast for uh, Flying Cow Inc. And uh, I'm th- I'm thinking that we should probably start like a form spring or maybe like a, uh, somewhere where we can get the listeners to send us some questions, and we can do like a Q and A in a few of our um, podcasts. I mean, sorry, and. Uh, then whoever's curious can send us couple questions, and we do our best to answer them as long as they don't like give too much away about about what our project is. And um, if they, I they can be perfect. Oh, they, sorry, but yeah, they can be like personal questions to uh, any of the uh, you know members of the team, or they can be about the project, and we can see uh, answer them to the best of our capabilities. And sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say that not even just for the project, but if you you know if you have any questions about things like the actual
1: process of game development, especially in a small-scale indie project like this. I mean, we're all learning from this as well, but, I mean, if you have any questions and and any interest in learning about how that all works, I mean, I'd be happy to share my trials and tribulations with you in that as well.
0: Exactly. Well, uh, thank you for listening, and we'll try to make these podcasts on a regular basis, and uh, hope you tune in next time. Thanks for listening.